Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Good Guy Show. I'm Tony. He's Jeremy. And we're here to entertain you for another 30 minutes on a Say a little before you. mild Wednesday evening. Mild? Yeah, it's mild. Do you know the words of the song? Say a little bit yeah. for you. Isn't that nice, Tony? You know, Tony, <laughs> if I really uh, cared about prayers, I think prayers are important. They're, they're, you know, I think they're like, you know, nice things. I, I, have, I have friends that like say, you know, Jeremy, I, I pray for this week. Well, they don't say in that accent because we're in Michigan. But, um, you know, it's, it's nice. It's like, oh, th- uh, thank you so much. I mean, you're thinking about me for some reason. I mean, obviously you think I'm some fucking loser, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, Tony, I will say a little prayer for you. Oh, I thank you. Uh, right before I put on my makeup, or, or do I do it after? I forget. I don't know how the song works. Apparently, Aretha Franklin did a version of that song. So Really? Uh, well, according to Spotify, I didn't hear it. So, uh, yeah. So, Tony, we, we, did a, we, we didn't do, uh, you know, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 quit, I quit smoking. I, th- I think. I think I've done it. I think I've, I've cut it. I think I've think done it. Conquered I it. think I'm no longer going to have a cigarette. Uh it is horrible. Not it's horrible not smoking. But I guess I'm. I don't know. I I don't feel different. You don't feel different. No. Aside from the coughing. Aside from the coughing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the you know and and stuff like that. The tar coming in my lungs, and also I, I I guess I've developed allergies now. So, you know, it's all f- sorts of fun. But um, oh well. Th- well, thanks for ruining the podcast, Stephanie. Stephanie, my, oh, no books from Stephanie today. Um, yeah, so Tony, we did uh, we did movies uh, last week. It was really cool. Yes. How, do how many really watch? We one? just watched one. We just watched one. We watched Basket. Uh, no, the, well, we, I guess we watched two because we watched. Oh, that's right. Did one we night, two? one night, we watched uh, the the uh, the oh goodness, the, Bob Ross documentary. Right, uh, something Happy Trees, Happy Trees, greed and, greed or, and not, deceit yeah, or something right, like that. Yeah. It was, the, that was great. It was and then we learning. watched the the Basquiat uh, biography Basquiat. movie. Yeah, uh, directed by Julian Schnabel. And uh, I think it's funny that I think I believe that he had Gary Oldman play his character, which is, you know. You know, there were a lot of big name actors in that movie who well, had like little nothing parts. We have to understand that Julian Schnabel's very big. I mean, the guy. So you're in New York. I don't know if you remember. I think I brought this up to you before about the pink building. That was um, in New York. I don't know where it was, but it was a big pink building. Okay. And that was his studio. It was a big, big old, dirty, old studio, but it was pink. And and uh, that's where he, you know, had had he was making his art. And I mean, you know, Julian Schnabel, he's, he's friends with L- 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 Lucian Freud, obviously Basquiat. He, you know, he was part of that whole scene. So his work's, you know, going for a lot of money. So right. I would say that, yeah, he's connected with. You know the hoi polloi of of Hollywood of, of who is who. You know, it's like all the famous people. I just want to, you know. Plus, plus the motherfucker wears like pajamas to shit. You know, it's like <laughs> come on, like come on, bro. Okay. Hey, if you can get away with it. I mean, I, I mean, I feel bad enough when I go to places I have paint on my clothes, but like this motherfucker, like on purpose, like wearing like this is like it's showing you the amount of, of work he puts into it's the amount like, of effort he puts into like, clothes. Oh, just you know, it's very comfortable. So. Um, I did. I did watch uh, Julian Schnabel do a speech once um, at the pennies, penny stamps in uh, U of M in um, uh, not U of M, but it was one of the theaters in Arbor on Liberty Street. It was pretty cool. I mean, I, I like Julian Schnabel's work. I think it's cool. I, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I can't place his work, 
mentally. I can't. Um, I'm so, sure you've showed me some. So at the DI, at the Toledo Museum, you saw you saw like a portrait of broken plates. It was like uh, made of broken plates. That was one of his earlier works. Okay. He he was doing that kind of series for a while. We was doing portraits, uh, breaking plates, and doing portraits. And I don't know necessarily if he was doing the work or if he was doing like sort of an Andy, Andy Warhol Warhilian uh, type of factory style of you know where you've, where you've got your a people bunch of people doing doing the stuff under his know. direction. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I'll way way and all that stuff too. I mean, all those gals guys, you know, eh, good for you. You know, well, even someday. Basquiat had well, Basquiat had assistant, of course. Yeah, they they would uh, you know Jean Michel Basquiat, and uh, you know. Uh, they would, uh, yeah, of course, you know, they would prepare the canvas or stretch canvases for, you know, so you, so you could like leave, you know, Tony, it's really important to leave your mind free so you can just make the work. You don't want to be distracted by stretching a canvas or prepping it. Um, but however, if you prep it wrong, that's, you you have to go in the box. So two minutes in the box, two minutes in the you box. feel shame. Um, I thought of something today while I was sweating around, running around the gallery. We're getting ready for September 17th for straight on uh, till morning uh, featuring the never before seen works of uh, Patricia, the late great Patricia Izzo and uh, Martine McDonald. So that's going to be a fun show. Um, it's weird, super weird because I really haven't been yelled at her by it yet. Obviously, she's dead, but um, you know, her husband came today. We cleaned off the uh, po the poem on the front window today. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a couple of years. So we finally cleaned that off. Uh, we're gonna have a fresh window, and uh, yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be so. Uh, but I thought of something. I thought how funny it would be if I was to like uh, finally come and tell our audience the truth uh, that uh, my name is not Jeremy Hansen. It's in fact it's uh, it's Stephen Prabert. And I'm actually from Paris, France, and I am a famous artist. So that's how we fund this program. Uh, I, in fact, I I front the Milo family. Uh, Stephanie is not, in fact, an important person in the business world. Um, I pay all the bills around here, and, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's too long of an explanation. So, so Tony, yeah, so man, so yeah, so we watched. So, what do you think of those movies? Pretty, uh, I like them both. Um, it. The Bob Ross documentary was kind of jarring in the treatment by the Kowalskis uh, to the family. Yeah, it's fucked up, eh? Just goes uh, to show you, though, money, how, how money is kind of running a business. Yeah. Uh, business affects the art, you know, the, the art creativity. Well, the business only affected the art after Bob Ross died. Well, I mean, obviously it was during as well, you know. Well, I mean, they... Right. It she wasn't wanted control. the business. She wanted control. She was, she was trying to get control well, while jealous. he was dying. Right. Um, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the licensing juggernaut that it is now. Right. And, and that's due to the fact that they don't have him doing shows anymore and making new paintings. Right. Do you think they're making more money on uh, selling toasters that burn his face in, in it than uh, than the TV show? Yeah. yeah. Probably. That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, man, and I tell you what, the sun sounds this like the same guy. You know, I, I hope they're doing well, man. The, yeah. the son and his friend, the other friend Robert, I think his name yeah. was or whatever. I, we don't. I don't remember names, but it's fine. But uh, yeah, it seems like he was surrounded by uh, good people. It seemed like he was a really good guy. Her son was Stephen, correct? Uh, sure. I, it's when I remember what I said. I don't remember the names. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, but just uh, you know, just like kind of sad. Like the whole thing's like, yeah, like they're being taken, yeah, taken advantage of, they're and, taken advantage of, you know, and even you know, like the uh, the brother who signed over the rights to the name away from the son out of fear of litigation. Sure, d- I mean, it was probably just, did under duress. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, so do, uh, stop buying Bob Ross stuff, guys. How about that? I mean, why not? Right, you're, you're just feeding a machine. Just feeding a machine. Um, do, you know, and just uh, which is a shame because I like Bob Ross. Yeah, I like like I have a Bob Ross Funko pop up. Yeah, studio. I used to too. I, I traded it for a painting. And, so uh, uh, yeah, it's you know, I you know, I just enjoy his image. And he yeah, he wouldn't have wanted this. I don't think. Um, I don't know if he wouldn't have wanted it. He probably wouldn't have wanted it to the extent that it's at now with Bob Ross or at least socks and Bob or at least Ross. to take care of his son and stuff yeah, like he, that. He definitely would have wanted them to take care of his yeah. son, not to screw him over. The one thing I did notice though is that how much of a showman really he was. I mean, what is he being? It didn't seem like he was being fake or illegitimate. It was more maybe he was more putting it on, maybe more putting like a face forward. Maybe he was feeling sad or. He was sick, obviously, with cancer and probably feeling really shitty. Life, and yeah. yeah, and you know, he still go there with a smile and push through. She almost go on, kind of a thing. So, you know, so yeah, I don't know, man. I, that's that's what I would say. I would say uh, I would encourage people to stop buying Bob Ross stuff. Uh, and you know, I know, like maybe find a class from uh, his son or whatever. Yeah, you know, do something like that. Support support the support those that uh, you support know support the legacy. Don't kind support of, the machine. Uh, fuck the Kowalskis, and uh, you know, do that stuff. You know. So, uh, and you know, the thing is too, because they refuse to, the Kowalskis refuse to contribute to the documentary, it just paints them in a worse light. I mean, the letter sure. they sent right. was very confrontational and, and threatening. Right. And so, without getting their side of the story, they just look worse. So, spoiler alert, uh, I'm, and it does say that in some articles too. Apparently, there is there was an affair with uh, with the with the the lady Kowalski, and but I think that I think that was all I think that was all uh, just to gain his uh, what his gain control favor, you know. But I mean, you know, not a not a hot chick, Tony. No, no, not at all. I mean, Bob Ross was a you know. Was a drill sergeant and probably in shape guy, you know. Probably he probably had good rhythm, you know. Good stamina. Good stamina. I mean, yeah, you know, painted sweet voice, sweet man, and uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know what. Uh, maybe, maybe the maybe like, maybe like his favorite food is pancakes, and she would just sprinkle a little bit of something or other in it, and and he'd be like, oh, I guess I'm gonna go home with you. I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's very, very, very sad. Um, but. Again, it's not. This is nothing new to the art world. I mean, no. pe- people being people taken being taken advantage of all the time. You know, and like, like, and you sent me that article about uh, Jean Chabasquiat and all the people that have been, you know, commenting on, uh, you know, on the this use of whole his painting Tiffany and Tiffany's thing. ad, yeah, his campaign ad. So, like I said before, I, I wasn't sure what I was upset about it, but it just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like, you know, um, because you know Tiffany Diamonds. Or Tiffany, Jean-Michel, street guy, you know, right. of course, of course, none of them would have given two shits about any of these people if they weren't famous. Right, right. You know, Kowalski's wouldn't give two two craps if 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 uh you know if if uh you know they wouldn't care about his artwork or they wouldn't be promoting it 
if Bob Ross wasn't on T or you know wasn't as famous as he was going to places and everyone was like, oh Bob Ross, Mr. Ross, whatever, right? Um, so like this goes to show you like the legitimacy or the you know these these vultures, these the culture vultures who culture vultures, culture that's vultures. A good, that's yeah. a good term. Thank you, thank you very much. That's coined here first on the Good Guy <laughs> Show. Hashtag culture vulture. You heard it here first, folks. Um, no, but it just it's weird. It's like uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you've experienced that in, in some sm- sort of small way. I like wish going to... there was somebody out there trying to take advantage of me. Well, I mean, dude, when you've gone to cons, I'm sure you know, and because of, of because of like you know other people you know and the things you've done and how great of an artist you are and, and you know all the cons and all the people you know all, all the friends you have. I'm sure people are. are I'm sure you've you've been burnt. There, well, there've been people who who yeah who've wanted to be to act as an agent for me. Uh, and you know, sometimes it's paid off. Sometimes it hasn't. Right. By the way, by the way, just so you know, um, on Facebook, I did, fr- I did join the group as good guys, the Dirk Ma- friends of Dirk Manning. You joined it as good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, Dirk, give us some love, bro. Come on, bro. You know, I know he doesn't know me that well, but you know, um, <laughs> So, uh, how much time have we got left, Tony? Because I, 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 you know, fifteen minutes. Okay, so, okay, so I'll I'll bring that other thing up next. But so basically, Tony, I've quit smoking. Now, do you remember when smoking happened in clubs? I think yeah, I brought this yeah. up before oh, the yeah. show. I remember when when you were able to smoke in bars. Yeah, it was like it was like a thing, right? And you've you've never smoked. You've hated it probably always. I've, I've never smoked. But My dad used to smoke when I was little. Okay, and uh, so you're he, used to the smell. Well, I'm you. My dad smoked. All the time when I was little. Yeah. And then he quit. Okay. For like three years. Okay. And then he started again. And okay. when he started again, we couldn't stand the smell of it. Okay. So we weren't used to it anymore. How old were you when you started again? Uh, I was probably around 12 or 13. So you're still in the car with him. Would he crack the windows all the way open? Yeah. Okay. Like a good, like a good man. In a big old boat. What, what, what car did your father drive? Uh, I remember him having a duster. A Dodge, I think it's Dodge, made the duster. Okay. And then he had a, a big old Plymouth. It's a big old boat. Yeah, oh yeah, big boat. Man, how the hell do you drive a big old car in New York? That's got to be crazy. That's got to be madness, just driving a big old gas guzzling. Yep. God damn. Yeah, it's the, now it's... Being yeah. stuck in trap, Dude, be, that, that's whenever I see like big cars now, the only, I, the only thing I see is gas mileage. I don't see, <laughs> wow, that's a really cool like boat. It looks like safe. I just see like, wow, that's eight miles a gallon right there. That's, you know, they have to like refill down the road for another $200. <laughs> they have to stop every 20 blocks. Fuck, dude. <laughs> fill so up. crazy. Um, yeah, but so so basically, uh, I just sort of like, man, I smoking was great uh, in clubs, in, in my opinion, because, dude, uh, you could fart, you could stink. I mean... <laughs> You know, you you, you you fart, dude. If you farted, you're dancing. Um, people would probably go and just get hammered and go to the bathroom, puke it out, and come back, and you know, and just have a smoke, and just everything's all right with the world. They they have cigarette breath. You know, it's like smoke smoke fumes everywhere. Now now you have to be all careful. You have to like you know, you have to smell as good as you came. You know, you have to you know make sure you're washed. Uh, you know, don't fart. No farting. Don't farting. No farting. You know, like especially like grooves in the heart. Like, dum, grooves in the heart. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? 
<sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. What was your name, sweetie? Hmm. By the way, you can't call women sweetie anymore. Don't call women sweetie. And actually, don't even call. Don't even say that. Uh, I think Miss is probably miss? the only the only thing that's acceptable. I don't even think that because it's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, not, I'm I'm sure don't don't call anybody anything anymore. It's, yeah. yeah, you don't want to use the wrong pronoun or. I remember being uh, when I was so early twenties, and I used to use the word dude a lot, it, 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 like from like eighteen to like early twenties. I'd call everybody dude, and some people are cool with it, but most women not cool. What do you mean? I'm not a dude. Now, if you don't call a woman a dude, <laughs> say what? I'm not. I'm, what, I'm not a dude. Do you? What? I, I what? I'm, I ain't no dude. What? I'm not. I'm not equal. What? I'm not. Yeah, you're totally equal, uh, dude. But I don't say dude anymore. So, let's see. Okay, let's see. Uh, <sighs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So uh, today, um. I, I I bummed. Uh, I, w- I was supposed to see Mariah before I left here. Uh, I was, you know, just like nice to say say hi to her, give her a kiss, and come here. But I biked here. I was on a dude. I was on a ladder and I measured. We we're hanging to Johnny B. And when you put mirror hangers on stuff, you're not wiring. It. You put mirror hangers on. That means you put D hooks on the end of a frame, and you have to like put uh, one screw and one screw, and you have to measure exactly. Right. This piece is. Um, it's about, it's 99 inches long Wow! by 51 high. So, and I hung it's it big painting. over the door, oh my put gosh. it back over wow. the door again. It's a little bit scary. Uh, the, the person I was doing it with is scared of heights and scared of the ladder. And I made sure that he got it on his hook first. And then I measured, tw- dude, I measured three times, bro. Got up there. Fucking short, dude. I, my measurements were off. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if it's like a flex in the frame when it goes up or whatever. But anyways, needless to say, I was very hectic, very scary. I kind of almost fell a couple times. Oh, God. But, you know. I'm scared of heights. I, I used to be. I, I am, and I used to be. I can, get, I can get on a roof easily, but getting down from a roof, uh, it's a little bit of a different uh, yeah. story. Having to look over that edge. Uh, uh, so, you know, well, what are you going to do? Listen, um, things don't always work out the way you want them to work out. So, I don't know. I don't have to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did not say, I'm sorry that I did not say uh, hello or goodbye before I came to do this amazing podcast, Tony Mello. And, uh, you know, that's, that's okay. It's okay. Anyways, so back to, <laughs> back to, um, Back to artists being taken advantage of, I guess. I think that's why Instagram, I think that's why artists are now trying to do their own thing on social media. I think that's why... Well, sure. If they can control their own destiny, you sure. know, if they, if they can make the contacts, if sure. they can can sell the pieces themselves, sure. if they, you're, you're cutting out the middlemen, you're cutting out... So what's that saying about galleries now? So uh, don't don't worry about my feelings. I don't care. I I think that I th- I think that galleries are super important. I think there's still a ro- I think, I think there's I still think room there's for still galleries. Place, I think there's still a place for galleries. I think there's there's less of a place for these guys who like acted as the connectors, as the go-betweens sure. for the artist and the gallery and the artist gotcha. and the customer sure. and the you know. 
those people that put themselves in a position to represent kind of represent the the agent. Well, I, th- I think that I think that at a higher level, that it, especially if you're doing more um, more commercial stuff, if you want to do more buildings, you want to do more uh, connecting with the business communities. Um, you know, for example, doing large murals on buildings. Right. You know, um, you know, you need someone to sort of connect that and make that happen, um, and have them negotiate the price, and then they take their commission. I mean, I as an artist. It's always it's always uncomfortable to negotiate for a commission with somebody like sure like I have set prices for you know my comic art commissions and stuff like that and but when people they want to add this and add that and then negotiate on a price whatever it you know it it gets to be daunting and uncomfortable sometimes well that's and that's, and that's why i i wish i had someone to do that for me well you just have to have your you have to have, to have everything set for yourself you have to have, you have to be firm be like oh yeah when it's negotiating there's no negotiating this is what it is oh you want to you want an extra you want a third eye well that's an extra 15 dollars. i mean I, you know whatever right um no but you know yeah it's uh man it's 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 uh i think that the art world is sort of taken on as this uh it's either you're either corrupt or you're either amateur do you know what i mean it's not like uh or you're either trying to take either trying to take advantage of an artist or you're not an artist so i'm doing all i'm doing all the work is sort of the attitude to i'm doing all the work well yeah you're making the artwork and sure eventually people will connect with you i mean especially now with social media people will connect with you but right. But, you know, and if you're a good business person and you're good at communicating, great. You're going to do fine. But if you're not, you're going to burn bridges. You're going to screw yourself out of, you know, making real money. Um, and, you know, everything's negotiable. And, I, you know, I mean, so as someone, who's an, as someone who is an artist who needs someone who needs gallery rep, I do. I do need. I also need an agent as well, you know, and Pat and Pat's like she's done a lot for me. Uh, she's helped out. She's stepped up. Um, you know, I'm going to be doing this show in Anchorage, Alaska now. Um, if if she wouldn't have said something, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know. Right. Um, so, um, you know, it's just like, I mean, in Anchorage, people are going to be like, oh, Anchorage, Alaska. Well, there, you know, I don't know if you guys know this. There's a lot of oil there. There's a lot of money. I mean, uh, what's what, what was what, what was her name? What was her name? The future president of America? Oh, uh, I'm going to vote for her next year. I'm going to get my citizenship <laughs> and vote for her. Uh, I can't remember her name. Stephanie. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. There you go. Man, Sarah Palin. It's you know you know what's really sad about you know what's really sad about that is that how um how silly she sounded, but like how great she looked with an AK forty seven. So silly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just uh it's just weird. And this whole thing with Tiffany's and this whole thing with it, it, it's proven time and time again. How artists are sort of, you know, I think really Andy Warhol, uh, you know, did his thing. People were like, oh, well, you didn't do your own stuff. Well, no, he controlled the whole system. He 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 took advantage of of knowing how the, the all the parts worked, and he he was he was the manager. He was the uh, connector. He was the artist. He was the mind. You know, he did he did it all. Right. You know, as opposed in like and people were like, oh, you had no budget. Yeah, of course he did. 
And he gave people a lot of those people have careers, you know. Same with Wrong English. A lot of those people from Wrong English who um who he did Wrong English did billboards, you know, with the with the, the fat the Ronald McDonald and stuff like that. The, and all the you know the melting Mickey's, et cetera, et cetera, billboards and stuff. Um, you know, he had a whole staff. I mean, you can't do this shit on your own. You can't to to, to you can. Well, you can, but but it makes it easier makes when it you're easier. doing large pieces yeah. when you have a staff. Sure. I mean, dude, I you know, I mean, to to do all that stuff, and you're giving art, young artists an opportunity. You're getting, and you know, it's not like it's not like it's not known. I mean, no, it's like it's it's a hidden. You know, I mean, the fact that people make fun of Damien Hurst for having people. Uh, prepare his works or he did this new series of of like these ocean paintings i think i brought up before where like there's these black they're black and white images of waves crashing and they're beautiful paintings and then he throws paint on them and splatters them oh he's damien hurst for god's sakes you know he 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 cut a sh a, sh a cow in half and put in formaldehyde and, and people you know wh whatever uh, you know and, and a shark in half too and uh, uh, heads and and but also he did really beautiful paintings and uh you know he's got a whole thing, and he's he's done the work. Well, now he's you know now he's at a point where hey, he doesn't have to do the work. And it's not like these people are, these people are not making connections in the art world. It's not like they're not, you know, it's not like they're being like they, like like driven in a bus and like don't talk to anybody and like you know like you know they're 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 not wearing shackles and no leg they're, irons. They're, and, they're getting paid. I'm sure they're getting paid handsomely. They're making you know. I'm I'm sure they you know they have lovely homes and family you know and they're like they've got a you know names for themselves and all that stuff so I don't know it's it it is it is weird it is weird I don't think I'll, I'll ever have a, a staff I'm I, someday I'll have an assistant I'm sure I'm I'm sure someday I'll have someone but it'll be more like hey uh, can you help me clean my studio <laughs> <laughs> can you you know can you uh, help me stretch this canvas uh, da, 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 you know and. But no, I, I like you know I like making the mess myself, like Francis Bacon and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. is is no, there's nothing there's nothing. Uh, I, I, in my opinion, there's not is there's no. It's all the art world. It's all gray. There's no black and white. It's all gray. Um, there's no evil. There's no good. Uh, well, well, there there's is evil. There is evil. There's a lot of evil. There's a lot of good. But there's also a lot of gray. There's like, you know, it's a lot of, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do to to survive and you got to do what you got to do to make the artwork you want to make. And there's only a limited amount of time, only right. a limited amount of time. And it's a global market and you got to get out there. So take advantage of what you can and do what you can. I mean, you know, take advantage of all of your uh, resources. resources. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Drop and the microphone. Make stuff happen. Drop the drop the microphone. I just you you just drop the microphone right there. I see you have some lovely tomatoes growing, Tony. See yes. that's an, yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, I know we have two minutes left. Um, there was an artist in Windsor who actually uh, did a thing with tomatoes, and she ate a tomato, and uh, she shit the seeds out, and then she put the put, took, took the shit, planted it. Grew a tomato and did drawings of it. It was a whole thing. So that's that's Super. contemporary art, contemporary art for you. Well, they're beautiful. They're beautiful uh, paintings of uh, tomato plants, but uh, grown from Tomatoes her shit. Plants. Grown from her shit. Yeah, grown <laughs> from her shit. So, so take that. Uh, the, take take that contemporary art world. Take that Monet. You never thought of that Monet. You idiot. 
shit out the seeds. Well, you know. Awesome. Yeah. And then grow, awesome. grow a tomato plant from it. Listen, man, people are drinking coffee from shit from whatever those monkeys or rats or yeah. whatever the heck. So those things are expensive. Very expensive, Tony. Very expensive. Well, listen, you don't know coffee, okay? <laughs> oh, find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram, Good Guys Radio. Email us at goodguysradio at gmail.com with any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. And bring back smoking in public places because I might start again. And then my farts won't smell so bad. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Peace. <laughs>